Welcome back to another episode of Lou Boys SC. We've got another great guest today. We spoke with former St. Louis FC player Joaquin Rivas, who has moved on to FC Tulsa and has also recently been called up to the El Salvador national team. So big news yeah. with Rivas. Yeah. yeah, we had some really good conversation with him. It's it's exciting to see him land on a team that's so uh, still close to St. Louis, you know. We're going to get to see some cool little rival- rivalries here with him against hopefully some of his fellow teammates. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, Tulsa made big strides last year making the playoffs, but they had trouble scoring goals. So I think Rivas will be a great, great addition, and hopefully he'll be in more of attacking role than he had with St. Louis FC. I agree. I agree. Uh, I think it's going to open up some doors for him. Hopefully he can go to a, a spot where maybe he's going to become more of the guy on offense mm-hmm. there. And it might, we might see some blossoming beha- behind him. Right. Wish it that was, was here in St. Louis, but uh, had a tough time with some injuries and uh, yeah, not playing in the position he thought he would be. But we loved having him and the conversation was good. We're, we learned some things about what it's like to get a call up for your national team and even the experiences he's had of playing in the States and then getting to play against some of those guys nationally. It's, it's cool. Cool. Listen, I, I enjoyed talking to him. Yeah. So without further ado, here's our conversation with Joaquin Rebus. Hey, Joaquin, how's it going? Good. Man? And yourself? Not too bad. Just I'm enjoying the sunlight here in the Midwest. No, it's, here it's super bipolar. Yesterday it was like freezing 30s and windy, and today it was like super sunny. So I oh, can't complain. That's like the same here, except it was it was pouring yesterday. Yeah, it was raining it's a bit like all week. Too, but I just I just hate the wind when playing, and you can't do nothing with that. Yeah. Well, man, we appreciate you joining us. This is awesome. We're glad we could get a little bit of your time oh, here. Of course, thanks for having me. We want to start with the big news of you signing with FC Tulsa and kind of what led you to return back there because you were there before St. Louis FC. Um, yeah, I mean, one of the one of the reasons, big reasons actually, was obviously Mike Entian. I've worked with him got, oh half a year in 2018, and uh, a coach that wants you. Obviously, that's a that's a big that's a big thing for for a player. Obviously, who gives you the confidence to play in. You were talking about how you've been re- reunited with a coach that you kind of have a connection with, so that helps with, like, confidence. And right, playing. right, and then I also like his style of football as well. It's very – it's something that I like as well as of, as in keeping the ball and playing out of the bag, playing through the lines and stuff like that. Not so much direct, so I – and then obviously that's a that's the type of player I am as well. I like, I like keeping the ball, and then obviously, like I said, like I mentioned, he – has always given me the confidence to go up and up the field and, and score goals and assists. And obviously he has a winning mentality like I do. So I, I like that a lot. So that connection is definitely there. And that was one of the main reasons why I returned. And the, another reason is obviously you can see Tulsa FC is building something that players are starting to realize that, Hey, like this is a, this is a good club that, that we could get something going here. So that was something different that compared to what I we had in my other two years I was when I was here. So 
I'm very excited to be back and uh, yeah. to get going. Yeah, that, that's awesome. So you, you mentioned kind of like you have similar styles. And I know here in St. Louis, they played you kind of like a utility man. Is there any like specific or, right. or insight uh, they've given you on how they're going to use you? I mean, definitely, especially my second year, obviously, with Steve. Um, I never really got to play the role I've been playing all my life in the USL at least, um, which would be more of an attacking role. And um, so it was kind of, di- it's kind of different for me, but um, yeah, it was more of like, okay, well, we need you here. Then and it's like, okay, well, I have to quickly adjust to, to a different position, right? Like days before the game. So, so, but it was, it was very. Uh, Did Steve play you more as a winger, like said, right? Different for me in, in that aspect. Does Steve play you more as a winger or what What do you – like the the seven or are you more like a ten? But, no, uh, Steve played you more as a No, a winger, he played me correct? more as a number eight. Oh, okay. So, he had you in more the in the middle, middle and you were – are you used, used to being to, on yeah, the Yeah, more of an attacking role closer to goal. Yeah, but mainly as a winger, yeah. So, what, did, what were your feelings towards I mean, that? Are you – did you like the challenge or was it more of just like a both? Um, obviously, I saw it the, the, as a challenge. Yeah, we have a question from Josh McGee on kind of like your personal goals on and off the pitch besides getting called up with the El Salvador national team. On and, on and off? Take a stab. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on um, and off the pitch. Well, I could start with off, I guess. Uh, I'm a very obviously family oriented guy, so. Obviously, we all had a very difficult time in 2020. So, obviously, keeping my myself and my family healthy is one of my main goals. Um, and then uh, last year as well, I was able to finish one of my uh, math classes. So, now I have one class to get my bachelor's degree in sociology and public health. So, I'm looking to do that maybe this year or the next year. Um so that's always been in the that's always been in the back that's of my awesome. mind. But um, I know I should have finished it a long time ago. But I chose soccer. But I'm not obviously. I could do that anytime I want. Soccer doesn't come very often, or those opportunities at least. Um, so mm-hmm. that, uh, like I said, I'm looking to do that sometime this year or next year. Um, another thing would probably something big Did- for my life, I guess, would be probably purchasing my first home, most likely in Las Vegas, because that's where I'm located and that's where um, pretty much all my family is um so okay. did did COVID help with your decision to kind of get that math class started or was that something you were doing like I said it's always it's always been in the back COVID of my hit. head but uh COVID definitely had a lot of downtime where I was able to get it out of the way it was only an eight weeks online course so I definitely had the time for it um where we were quarantining and whatnot and we're in training so so I decided to get it out of the way and then now I'm only left with one luckily so did did it help you help you with kind of keeping a structure when things kind of went to the crapper like that and you guys were put on pause and had to go home or back to your apartments and stuff and figure out how to get through training yeah it was more like because uh, I know with training sometimes like your mind is completely like on soccer, but 
in that moment or those eight weeks, I was able just to focus on like what I was doing then. So it kind of helped. Um, I wasn't as tired as I would be after training or um, after games or whatever, doing the traveling and whatnot, having to having let's see do, complete a homework assignment on the road or anything like that. So it was it was it was easy for me to do it. And I mean, like I said, I I was I was fortunate that that I was able to do it through that time. That's awesome. What were uh, some training things you got to do like during the off period? Did you stay here in St. Louis or did you have a roommate that you kind of got to no, like, train uh, well, with? After the season ended, I had to somewhat stay fit to be, have a chance to get called up for that um uh the that game against the US which was in December 7th, I believe it was. So I had to train with like Oscar, Fanwell, Kavita, um Kadeem would go Max Rogers, luckily, he was still in town, the assistant coach, and he helped us out with some training sessions. Um, so the only thing is I wasn't, like, game fit, um, but I was able to do some training sessions at least three times a week and then individual stuff on my own. Um, but then I ended up going home, like, mid-December. Uh, and then, again, did mainly individual stuff just because I didn't want to be around others again, due to COVID and stuff like that and put my family in, in danger since I was staying, I stay with them when I, when I go back home. Um, so it was mainly, like yeah. I said, stuff on my own, which is very difficult. Obviously it's not the same as training in groups or, or a team, you know, how did it feel getting called up to get to play against the, Oh, US amazing. I mean, team? I always, I always told that to my father. I was like, when I was little, I was, I want to play against the U S and Mexico just because I have a lot of friends that are from Mexico and then I'm in, obviously living in the States. And like, as a young kid, I always watched all those games and stuff like that. And it was, it was, it was one of my dream come true. So obviously the result wasn't in my favor, but um, I was, I was very, yeah, it's an it's experience, still an experience. That I, was, I won't forget. And uh, luckily, hopefully in the future, I get to face them in a better circumstance and the result is better. How did the um, training vary with, like, the national team and the USL? Was it different, or were there some similarities um, you It could just find? depended on, like, when we were called up, because I know sometimes the players that are already playing in El Salvador get to train more as a team, I guess. They have a couple more days ahead of us than the guys that are, like, I guess you call them foreigners, the ones that are playing out of the, out of the country. So sometimes we arrive like two days prior to the game. So it's like kind of like, again, we have to adjust quickly and, you know, uh, whatever the coach is asking to do, whatever we have to adjust it into the game and whatnot. So as far as training and stuff like that, it's more, um, I would say like the, with the national team is just more, probably more experience. I would say just because most of those guys come from, I'm not saying USL is a, a bad league because everybody thinks it's doesn't rate it as high as it should be. USL is a, there's a lot of talent and misunderstood in my opinion, but like most of those guys come from first division teams in let's say in El Salvador or second division in like Portugal. I know a guy or sorry, first division in Portugal, um, first division in like South American teams as well. So I would say the experience is, is where like one of the main differences is where it's at. Yeah, we look forward to your your two matches in the upcoming week against uh, Bolivia and 
I'm blanking it's, on the uh, other opponent. But, uh... Granada and um, Monterrey. Do you have any specific aspects of your game that you're trying to improve the most um, going into the season? I would say just be more uh, consistent. Obviously, that's what we always try to work on. And um, I know for me, this, like I said, I'm very excited to to get going again just because this is going to be, a, I would say, a bounce back season for me because obviously last year didn't go as expected with me. I didn't get much playing time. Obviously, different coach, different uh, position, this and that. So now coming back here, I would say it's like I need to get myself back on the map and show what I'm capable of and i'm looking forward to doing that that being said you did have the highlight of st louis fc season with the game-winning goal and their only ever playoff win um and kind of stuart hulkerin wanted to know like your thoughts on that game winner could you kind of take us through what you were Um, thinking in that moment well i in that moment obviously when the guy the center back slid tackle um uh more i'll I anticipated it quickly, and then obviously my eyes lit up because I'm just like, wow, this is like an opportunity that I know I could finish. Maybe not so much like obviously my confidence on my right foot isn't as much as on my left foot, but I knew in that moment I was like, this is an opportunity I have to take and I have to finish. And and scoring that when it like went in the back of the net, it was just exploding emotions ran through me and. And it was probably one of my favorite, if not the best goal I've scored in my career, you know. Like it was it was very memorable, obviously the the historic moment as well and what it meant to me and the fans. Uh it's it's something I won't forget. And then I I re I replayed that whole scene back that whole night and I just I couldn't sleep. I couldn't sleep at all. I couldn't I remember either. It. I couldn't it. imagine. <laughs> yeah, and then I like, like I said, it was just like everything was rushing through my body at that moment, and then I was very, very fortunate to get that goal and obviously the win to advance into the next round. And it was cool to see like a a handful of St. Louis fans make that trip up to Hartford. Yeah, and then that's when I quickly, when I was running to the corner, I quickly like remembered as well. I was like, they're right there too, and I was like, I'm running to them. Obviously, I was like. That's it was it was like just the perfect timing for everything. So, so it was it was a very memorable moment. Yes, we have another fan question from Philip Grooms. If you could provide any specifics since you've been with the club for two years on how the club kind of changed over those two years, maybe the differences of working with Anthony Pulis versus Steve Trichu. Um, I would say they're just two different types of coaches. Um. I think Anthony was more of a organized coach and very disciplinary um, that expected like very like let's say like high maintenance as far as like the pressing and stuff like that. Every 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 training session, every game, he wanted it at a high level, this and that. And then obviously uh, Steve was more of like he'll let you play and more of a relaxed coach, um, which I liked as well. Uh, like I mentioned before with my ensign, he's the type of the coach that likes to play and stuff like that. So I, I would say they were both very different. Um, 
but I I really I, I would have really wished to have worked with Anthony Pulis because obviously with my knee I wasn't able to I only played six games under him. So when I heard the news about it, I was mm-hmm. I was very bummed because he was the reason I went there, you know, the first time. So, but so obviously uh, when a new coach comes in, you have to. It's a whole different. It's a whole different test, really. Do you think your your injury from the season previously have- kind of helped you mentally be prepared for something challenging like that? In a way. Um, come, going into the preseason because I know my first training was in January and I hadn't played or ate or trained since April. So quarantine in a way helped me kind of get back on my, on my feet as far as like, especially mentally, obviously, because after a surgery or an injury like that, mentally, you always like come back very weak and whatnot, you know, you're not so confident and whatnot. But I think the quarantine helped me, like I said, like, get my confidence back and my strength back and whatnot. So, so I saw it as a more of a positive than a negative in my, in my opinion. Yeah. I, I think you were one of the players that came out firing mm-hmm. the quickest out of the pause. I felt like as a fan and just person watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I've, it was uh, the off season for me. I've, it was just to strengthen my knee, get fit again and get my confidence up, especially mentally. Like I said, like when I first, Passed my ball like the first ball or shot my the first ball I was just like wow like I'm able to like do this again you know prior to before my surgery I wasn't even able to pass the ball like it would be such so painful for me yeah just getting that love back again right uh which teammate at St. Louis FC had the best celebration best celebration um I would say Tyler Blackwood just because he never knew what he was going to celebrate. It was like this, he would always be scoring goals, and it was always a different one. So I would say him. He's definitely a character. Which which teammate? Yeah, which teammate did you have the strongest uh, Oscar bond Umar. with? I was with I was his roommate as well in 2019. So and then we lived in the same complex in 2020. So I was with him a lot. But then again, you also throw in Paris D there where I've been with him four years straight, you know, in the same team. So, <laughs> but as far as like in St. Louis, I would say Oscar. Any pregame superstitions or rituals you have to go through? Um, Not really, actually. I just kind of just try to stay off my feet, eat a good meal, you know, um, just get as much sleep or as rest as possible. Um, I don't really have a ritual. Do you have a favorite team right oh, now? I only follow one follow? team, and that's Barcelona. <laughs> okay. That that meant Everybody always asks me, oh, what EPO team do you like? I'm like, I don't like any. I just like Barcelona. <laughs> that definitely speaks to, like, the style you like to play. Exactly, yeah. I've grown up watching them all the time, so it's like I like playing that. I like doing it myself, so. So do you try to implement – any specific player from like the MSN or any other team? I mean, that's that's so tough to try to try to be like Messi or Neymar or Suarez, you know. <laughs> that's so tough. <laughs> but obviously, you like look and try to see your position and stuff like that, and you try to 
see what their movements are off the ball when when he has the ball and this and that. So, I, I like so, yeah. to think you're similar to a Neymar. Like you like you have good moves in your bag, but you're not you're not against beating somebody off the pass. Right. No. Yeah. But Neymar is a different animal when it comes to. That's true. That's true. The one v the one v one. He's this guy pulls tricks up whatever of his sleeve like nothing. So that is true. When did you know you had the potential to play soccer professionally? I think. I mean, in high school, you can't really tell just because it's not like the level isn't as high. In college, I. I went to UNLV four years there. Um, I knew I was what I was capable of, but I, luckily, like, un, I had an unlucky four years just with injuries and whatnot. And um, but I, I kind of, I always knew as far as like, like I said, what I was capable of. And then I, when I went to semi-pro with like kids at Pumas in PDL, um, I scored some goals. And then I went after that, I went through some trials try and go into the USL or MLS and then um you know I did well in every trial but it was always like every coach has a different favorites favorites or like style of play when uh, sometimes you don't fit in it sometimes you do so I was always getting to know and then something then one time uh the last time actually I was like okay I'm gonna try this last time and that's when Sacramento Republic picked me up, which I played under Preki. Playing under him, I was able to to really learn and love the game a lot more just because of, again, his style of play and what he demanded of the players. So, so from there, I think in 2015, I was like, okay, well, well, after having this season, I'm able to do much more and whatnot. And then each year, I always try to, to do more as far as stats and obviously I want to win something as well. That's one of my goals on the, on the field that I have for this year. I'm tired of making the playoffs and losing the first round and whatnot. Like I want to make it further and further every time and obviously win something. So what do you feel is your greatest strength that you bring? I think my energy. Um, I have a very winning mentality. Um, every time I go on the field, I want to win. I want to score. I want to, do everything possible to get everybody on the same energy as me, whether it's me being on the ball and asking for it or whatever, and then going into the attack or obviously defending as well. What would you say is one of your top career moments, a memory, a play? Well, yeah. Maybe besides the Hartford is one of them. (laughs) Um, But scoring my first – like goal with the national team against Haiti. It was a friendly and that we won one zero. Um, 2018 was one of my best years as far in the USL and getting called up that year and then scoring that goal was just the highlight of the year that this is, this is unbelievable. And I want to keep doing, keep doing it. So I always got to ask, what is your favorite place you ate at in St. Louis? Favorite place. Um, um, um. I'm trying to think because it was always with my girlfriend. She's the one that always likes going to like date nights and stuff like that. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> we didn't really find a sushi spot, so I'm like, 
I'm trying to think of like a sushi spot we went to, but it wasn't like our favorite. It was like drunken fish. John would be the best one for this. He eats sushi all the time. Honestly, I I I can't think of one. I really can't. I'm I'm blanking out. <laughs> it's all right. It's okay. We, yeah, we no, found sushi, out that sushi is your favorite. So good to know. Well, awesome, man. We appreciated talking with you, and we can, we're, we can't wait to come watch you play in Tulsa and see some good games. Hopefully, we'll be able to catch a game with you playing against, like, Indy 11 or something. Oh, yeah. We'll definitely, I'll be seeing you guys there, and then we'll, uh, definitely we will be playing against them. It's going to be good, so I can't, can't wait for it. Good luck this week with the national team. Thanks for coming, man. No, you're fine. <laughs> we figured Sorry about it out. all the technical difficulties. <laughs> yes. We appreciate yeah. you, and we, we are, we're big fans, so we can't wait. All right, thank you guys for having me.